USI never had it so good. 101.1 Radio, the best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshaies has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshaies. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. As always, I come here with the love to talk to you all and to share my thoughts and my opinions related to what's going on in our world, and today is no different. You know, I um, I really searched for what I wanted to talk about today, and, and it's so difficult not to talk about the craziness that is going on in D.C. with our president. And uh, what I decided to discuss about was just where does the pride and love for being who we are as people of color really come from? You know, how is it impossible for us, for us to rise above the the obvious hatred and racism that America shows us and still feel good about who we are and what it is we want to accomplish. So many of us 
wake up every day wanting to attain the American dream despite the hurdles that are put before us and despite what obviously is the bias that America has and the way they go about displaying how they have certain privileges and we have to play by the rules. It is amazing that there are so many of us are able to wake up and deal with these lopsided rules that exist for ourselves despite what is going on today. And it is horrible uh, that we have to do it, but it is surprising and just honorable the kind of strength that is within us to make us fight. You know, when I listen to the stories over and over and over again related to Donald Trump and his atrocities, you know, just the crazy things that he's done and that will come out even more over time, I look back and I look at people like Herman Cain, who at one point, seem to have the heart of the Republican Party and that might very well be a a special individual that they liked well enough to uh, possibly let him become a candidate. But then when I see that they were willing to tear him apart for what they call sexual harassment of a woman while he was married and got on him and his family so bad that he had to resign. And now we find ourselves in a place where we have a president paid off a porn star and there is no argument about the fact that she's a porn star There's no argument about the fact that he paid her $130,000. There's no argument about um, he spent time with her because they got pictures together. But yet they would ruin one of us from the pure mention of doing something that showed a lack of I was looking at the other day where a two year old was just in awe of Michelle Obama and she calls Michelle Obama a queen and our first family the Obamas were such great people and they encouraged us to be better than we used to be and now White America has thrown us into the the depths of pigs. They have us wallowing in the mud. And African Americans know that we can't do anything that result, re- resembles that kind of behavior. But they are loyal to swine. And I'm sorry, I just have to say it. The behavior of Donald Trump and his cronies 
is just like swine. They're willing to eat, roll in the mud with anything if it's going to help them get fatter. And right now they got America closing their eyes to this filth that is going on in the White House. They introduced and invited nothing but filth in the White House, and now we have to live with it for a number of years till white America opens its eyes. But yet we as African Americans recognize that we don't have the luxury of wallowing in the mud. We have to rise above that and stay clean and sparkly in order to reach our dreams. Because any blemish on our personal traits by us from reaching our dreams. It's truly amazing that we can still wake up every morning and love ourselves and love our country and just hold on to God's praying hands that we keep pushing on despite the obstacles that are in our way. And it's just, you know, and I know that we, it's almost like wanting to wake up from the bad dream that has become our today. So I just, Nate, it is, um, it's just truly amazing when you look at how we are in the 2000s. Here we are look so far removed from slavery but still dealing with the second class citizens that white America want to treat us as when we still have to deal with that rule that says we have to be twice as good to get where we want to go because they give themselves so many passes as they move forward. We can't look to get a pass. We got to stay perfect, but yet we can still love who we are and commit ourselves and dedicate ourselves to going after our dreams. Are you there, Nate? Cheryl, what are your thoughts about that? How you know, it's clearly, you know, it, it's so clear to us how they give themselves the path to just wallow in the mud. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? You know, we've been watching this for um, many, 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 many years. Um, now it's all in our face. Um, you're right. We could have never, um, you know, with former um, President Barack Obama, that could have never been something that he could have done, and it would not have um, stirred up enough for 
them want to find, you know, or to impeach him or whatever it was. You know, they would have found something by now. And this, you know, with the um with the porn star coming to light, um, it's like it's just nothing. Nothing at all. I mean, and we're supposed to digest all of this. But um again I try not to focus on because I understand that what he is running is a circus. It's full of chaos. And um, I'm not sure who said it, but, um, you know, either um, Joyce or Regina or one of them said it, you know, and I'm, and I'm living by it. Don't be distracted by the distraction. And that's another distraction that's bringing upon us to keep us from reaching the goal that we need to, to keep ourselves in the position that we need to keep ourselves in position to make a difference in the upcoming elections. So, I mean, I just look at it as just being a joke, you know, just another thing and another day with Donald Trump. That's about it. Reverend Smith, let me ask you, you know, it's hard. We, we always have to try to be honest with young people when we talk to them, but it is real difficult to ask young men of color to carry themselves with respect and honor to recognize that, you know, the least little thing they might do might derail their careers and their their life, but yet you got a president up there that uh, throws caution to the wind, dirt coming out every day, and, and his stupidity is is displayed every day, and yet we, you know, have to lie to, you know, not lie, tell them the truth, that all this time, you know, since our day we've been told we have to be twice as good because they can be mediocre and still be, you know, get all their dreams to come true. And our president show displays that. Here he, we have excellent being followed up by mediocrity. Good evening to everyone. Just want to say I'm sorry I've missed so many days, but I've been very ill. But I'm on here today for a short period. But I tell you, James, you're talking apples and oranges. You're talking in reference to our younger people who don't even bother most of them to watch the news anyway. We need to um, um, let them know. We need to let them know. And they probably are not going to understand why we are saying it in the first place, that this is not a norm. This is not the norm. But as far as we are concerned, it is the norm for us that are older, who've seen the good times, we can't look back and think about what happened yesterday because it's gone and nothing we can do about yesterday. Obama was there. Michelle was there. 
we had a blessing for eight years to a certain extent. I won't give them 100% of the credit either because they're all politicians. Michelle was great. Obama had his flaws. We all have our flaws. No man is perfect. But no man is worse than what we have now, I think. But we asked for what we we got what we asked for. We got what we asked for. And we're talking about our young people. Our young people are not thinking about Trump one way or the other. You can you can you can try to make it a talking point, you can try to make it whatever you want it to be, but I figure about seventy five or eighty five percent of our, our young people, they are not paying Trump no attention. They they might have come to the point of listening to a certain extent of when the Parkland shooting happened. Now they may be listening a lot more than they was before. But they're not hearing all of this. The young people are saying, I don't know what y'all are worried about. We're going to do what we want to do anyway. So our thing is we we as blacks, we're still putting, to me, we're still putting things on the white man's head. Forget them. Forget them. To a certain extent, we can forget them. We haven't done what we ought to do in the first place. And I'm serious about that. We haven't done half of the things that we could have done. Those of us who have been blessed to come out of the ghettos and other places, we haven't done half the things that we we should have done. We haven't done one-third of the things that we could have done. But now we want these young people to just jump up and just fight these battles that they don't have the slightest idea because they've never been taught about it in schools, and we sure didn't teach them about it in church. And we, and, and those that didn't come to church, we sure don't go to the street corners and tell them about the rough times that they are. I don't even believe that they realize the, the inadequacy of themselves. I really don't. I look at them sometimes and my heart cries out, Lord, what are we to do? What are we to do? And you know what the only thing I hear? The only thing I hear is God say, you do your thing and I'll do mine. That's what we've got to do. We can't worry about what happened with the Obamas anymore. They're gone. They're gone. But we keep falling back onto that as though it was the epitome of, 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 of life. It was not. Obama did some things that we ourselves ought to be angry about also. But, this, but he doesn't even come close. It, it, I, I would never put him in the same sack as this nut that we got in there now. He's nowhere close to what this fool is doing. So when we when we tell our children about the Obamas and the Trumps and the Bushes, make sure we tell them the whole truth. Make sure we tell them, yes, I saw the little girl looking up at Michelle. Michelle, to me, is really the epitome of womanhood. I'll give her that. She's great. Obama, 
Obama's a politician. He he fell for this a whole lot of stuff that that really was to me he shouldn't have fell for. Number one, the LBGTQ. Number two, abortion. You know, number three, the 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 vows of these companies. He did a lot of, of good in certain in a lot of ways more than this man can. But I will never give him the totality of the things that he could have done for his own that he did not do. He did not do. And number one, they wouldn't allow him to do it either. So I don't know where it goes. The ball is bouncing. I do know one thing. God still got it old. He got it in his hand. And I'm not going to put nobody up on no pedestal because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. As far as Trump is concerned, I put him under underneath the pedestal because that's where I would like to squash. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer. But I know our young people are not listening. They don't hear these cries that you and I hear. And that's all I got to say. George, you know, I find myself not knowing what step I need to take. Um, but I do know that I'm so powerful of who I am and what I've done and what I want to do. But I sit and marvel at the fact that I know I have to still be fearful of uh, any wrong step I take uh, because it is perceived differently than the wrong step that white America allows people like Donald Trump to take. You know, it just amazes me that we, no matter who we are, we always have to be careful about what we say, what we do, or where we go. Because true people will scrutinize us as people of color, but white America is allowing the most ugliest situation we've ever known to uh, exist. You know, they talk about President Kennedy. At least President Kennedy was discreet. You understand? I mean, but... There is nothing discreet about the way this man behaves, talks, or has lived in his lifetime, and yet we still allow him to have the highest office in the land. It is just amazing every day what keeps coming out. And I truly believe that more would be coming out. We're just in year, just a little over year one. And this would have been a, a total destruction of Barack Obama's candidacy had any of this came out in his time. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Barack Obama wouldn't have had a candidacy for number one. They would have never let him do that. Uh, this guy has no character, no finesse, no nothing. It's pathetic as to who he is. America don't care. 
they, they, they really don't care because this guy has set up and say how he was going to take them back to the old time days. That's all they want to hear. They just want them to validate themselves again. Uh, you know, they can they can be the lowest of the low, but they feel that they're always going to be better than you. What we have to do, too, as a people, we got to stop. Sometimes they put us in position, Reverend, and you, you just you spoke it so nicely. But what happens sometimes, they put us in positions and we are scared to act. You know what I mean? We're scared to bring up the sister and brothers alone. But you put these other uh, uh, people from nationalities in positions like that, they're going to they're gonna bring their own. They're going to uphold their own, too, and they're going to they're gonna pull them up. But we so we get up in those positions, we're afraid of what, of what the white man going to think about us if we, we, we decide to promote our own up to those key high, uh, high uh, positions. And then they're always getting our own kind to fight against us, which is pathetic. You know, they put them in position, and then they're going to say, well, you, we, well, we can't say, you can't say we raised you because it was your own who, who really crossed you and and did you the way that they, they did you. You see, we as a race got to do better than what we have been doing amongst each other. True enough, Obama didn't do what he should have did for blacks because he couldn't do it for number one. And number two, he had to get up there and see that he, once he get in a position like that, he's for all the people. There's nothing wrong with being for all the people, but it's nothing wrong with being special for your own kind, too, you see. And and, and, and uh, I bet you, if he could do it again, if he could do it again, our sisters and brothers, we would be up much higher than where we are. But, you know, it's the first time for everything, and he had to tread the water. And he wanted to do it in such a finesse and a good way that for the ones that's coming behind him, they cannot stop us, you see. He had finesse about how he did it with the first lady on his side. So he couldn't do as much as he wanted to do, you see. And he had to make it look good. But I have to give him this, that his cabinet was had a lot of sisters and brothers up in there. How many in, in this cabinet now can you think of? They only had two. You know, being that Ben Carson, he's still hanging by a thread. But the Amarosa, she's a goner. So there's only one person, and they ain't thinking about getting another one up in there. I bet you that. So that's where we are today. Thank you. Uh, Regina, it's just amazing. Could you uh, imagine, Regina, any person in charge of an organization? that had 24 or more people be fired or leave and still be thought of in a positive nature. This man has had, uh, it has been suggested every two weeks, somebody's either fired or leaves his administration over the last 12-plus months. And he still got people believing he's a good president. Could you imagine that kind of uproar, Regina, in a, in a, high, in a high school or in, a, uh, in a, uh, any school or any county where you had that many people leaving because of their disgust with their leadership. Good evening. 
you know, I was as I was looking at TV last night, I started wondering to myself, why why am I really continuing to watch this circus? Every day, it's the same animal, it's the same ringmaster, and nothing changes. Nothing. Nothing changes. They bring in new acts each day. And I just do not understand. I really and truly and honestly don't understand. They're dragging on this Russian Russia thing. Mueller is continuously. It, it's like a soap opera. And every night they give us a cliffhanger to have us come back the next day. And we're watching it. I, I just... I don't understand how he's still in office, and I know what people are going to say, but I don't understand how that's even being allowed by the American people. Is there not anybody, any group that can actually say stop? I mean, the American Bar Association, um, some organization, who watches the top government? You know, you have your three, your your, your three. Uh, what is it? Your three parts of branches. Branches. The executive. And it's supposed to be a right. Yeah, my daughter's sitting here telling us. <laughs> and it's supposed to be checks and balances, but who checks out? What's going on when the checks and balance system doesn't work? And that's my question. So I don't have an answer. I just want another question. We seem to have decided that we are willing, or white America has decided, they are willing uh, to allow this monstrosity to continue as long as it puts white America back where uh, some of them think they should be and that the movement toward uh, America being multicolored uh, comes as a secondary thing to them trying to remain in power. But I just could, I mean, we were headed for respectability. I think that um, we had, when when we had 9-11, people felt sorry for us, and they were willing to give us an opportunity to redeem ourselves, and we became beloved during Barack, Barack Obama that time. And now people can only shake their head. I, I cannot imagine have any other leadership remaining in place with this kind of buffoonery going on in our in our government. 
I just cannot imagine how people remain in power despite of the ugliness that is coming out. I don't know how long he's going to remain married, but you can believe that this girl is going to get paid to bring out all the dirt she can, and it's not going to be a thing that he can do about it. And we as Americans have to endure this ugliness that is going to be uh, displayed. But, James, my question is, who checks when the checks and balance system doesn't work? That can tell us where we're we're headed. It's going to head up in the court. That's where where it's going to end up. That's going to be the final decision up there. That's the way you got your big. That's why he was trying to uh, select special judges in the whole bit. Hmm. It's just well. They're gonna get him, Regina. Look, they took a they took a while to get Nixon. They're gonna get him. We just gotta be patient. He's gonna let me ask you, uh, Reverend Smith. You you've been in part of government. I mean, can you imagine a leader being this, wallowing this much in the dirt and still surviving? Are you there, Reverend Smith? Yeah, I'm here, James. No, I cannot imagine. But uh, who was that speaking just a few seconds ago? Regina? That was Joyce. Joyce? Uh, well, Regina and Joyce. Joyce was correct. We we should just sit back. It's hard. It's hard. Believe me, it's, it's not easy. I said what I got to say, but it's not, it's not easy for me or anybody to sit back and look at this buffoonery and foolishness. But his day coming. His day, and it's not going to be long. It's not going to be long at all. We we may think that oh man he gonna no he won't no he will not. I guarantee you, within the next year, this man will be sitting in front of a judicial system, and his 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 foolishness is gonna be out in the public like never before. Like never, just like he talk about how great he is. <laughs> His foolishness gonna be how great he is. <clears throat> I've watched people, James. I worked on the cover and I lived on the street with these people two and three years. And you know what we did? What we let a man who was building a house. If any of you all ever seen the movie Scarface, <clears throat> this oh, guy yeah. was building. A, okay, this guy was building a house, just like Scarface, but. Only one difference was he had it so that he could drive his cars up into his, his his living room area or the common area, not in the garage, but in the common area of the house around a big fountain, his Rolls and his Lamborghinis and all this stuff. We had him dead to right a whole year and a half before we bust him. But what we allowed him to do, and that's what they're allowing Trump to do right now. 
We allowed him to finish that house, totally get it finished, totally go to the bank and take all that cash and pay for it. And soon as he got all of these cars and everything paid for, we busted. And you know why? So that we could do the RICO statue on him, which is Racketeering and Influence and Corruption Act. We did that so that we could take everything he had everything he had. And that's what is they're sitting back now. Don't you think Muller got a lot of stuff? All these people this man has flipped. This man has a lot of I mean an awful lot of stuff on this president right now. But he wants to make sure that there are no flip ups. He wanna make sure that this Republican Party what Mueller is a Republican, but he wants to make sure that no one can come in and override anything that he's done. And by the way, yes, uh, uh, Joyce, there is someone that's watching over what he does, and we all know who that is. And it's oh, God yeah. Almighty. God's going to take oh, him yeah. down. Just like he took down Rome, just like he takes down everybody else that gets too high for themselves. Oh this yeah, and it's going to fall. So I, that's why I don't I don't even worry about it. I really don't, because I sit back and smile at it. I say, keep on keep on looking at and, and building your empire. Well, they, you know, in Panama they tearing his name off <laughs> the Trump Tower. Anything this man. That God's gonna make sure it does not prosper. Oh yeah. If Republicans don't start seeing that, they're gonna fall right along with him. So don't worry about it. Our children, God, first of all, He took care of all of us through four hundred years or fifty years four hundred and fifty years of slavery. He took care of us. They beat us and took our parents and great-great-grandparents, sold them right out from under one another. No family, no nothing. But God brought us all one way or another. We found some of us did and some didn't, but we're all here. We've come back together. We have learned how to survive. Amen. And so... Ain't nothing these people can do to us, James, that's going to stop that survival. So let God, what I say, let go and let God. That's what you do. Mm. Don't worry about it. God mm. said, why you were in the first place? You can't change nothing. You mm-hmm. can't change But he can. He can. He can do all things. Ain't nothing too hard for God. So I just I just sit back and watch. Praise God. That's it. You know, Reverend Smith, it's important to have you keep telling us that because it it, it does become uh, just unimaginable when you see somebody doing something uh, that you could never do. Not that you want to do it, but you could never do it and remain on high. So. You know we are we are responsible for our behavior, and we know that there's, there's certain things, Cheryl, we can and cannot do. 
and maintain, you know, our our present existence. And so it, it, it hurts sometimes when you see somebody uh, getting away with murder. But just like Reverend Smith says, his time shall come. And that's what I believe, you know. I'm one of those people, when I see white America do something uh, so horrific that I do know there's somebody more in charge than they are, and color doesn't mean anything to him. So I am a believer, and I believe those that participate in wickedness are going to have to deal with the fruit uh, that becomes right at some point in time. And you know that I mean it's so true because um although he's in the you know, he's in the media most, but that's just the way it is. Nobody gets away with wrongdoing at all, period. Right. They we all have to answer to God at some time or another. And we don't know when the time, when the place how it's going to happen, what's going to happen, but you best believe it will happen because he don't allow his children to do the things that they do and don't chastise us. And he's not above anybody when it comes in God's eyes. So God definitely will deal with him when he is ready to deal with him and not when we um, want it to happen. And Regina, you know, we have to, I guess, we have to just learn to be patient. But being patient is so hard when you just want the rug to be pulled from under him a lot sooner than later. Regina? Hold on. Yes, I'm, I'm learning. I'm just looking one right and I'm patient. I'm just wondering about the um, the judicial. As a matter of fact, I thought when they had the emergency and the man shot himself in front of the um, the White House, mm-hmm. and they said there was an emergency at the White House. Turn right. Literally thought that it was him and that he lost his mind and they finally got it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. It is just amazing that, you know, we could find <laughs> ourselves uh, in this situation, Joyce, where our reality is almost cartoon-like. You know, I mean, it, the reality of what's happening is just something like uh, you write in a script and you put it on it's one of those midnight or mid, uh, mid-evening dramas. Uh, but we're dealing with real life where a man is, uh, you know, uh, you know, has, has just defiled some place that we... <laughs> considered sacred. That's true. And, you know, what you got to look at, you know, um, uh, 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 the Anglo-Sessions should be ashamed of themselves to, 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 to really, 
they supposed to be, you know, you, 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 you look at the class, the way that they're supposed to be classified and put themselves up there for them to put a mockery, to come behind a, a, a man of character, finesse, like uh, Barack Obama, and you put this guy up in charge, and we're supposed to be ridiculous. It, it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, they need to look at themselves and say they should be embarrassed. It, it's really sad, really it's not being America the way that we used to be America. You, we used to be proud to be America, proud to go ab- abroad, proud to travel to all these uh, different places in the world. It, I, 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 I refuse to wear red, white, and blue. Ha! It's ridiculous. Amen. But every 4th of July, we, we used to do, do red, white, and blue. You know, I, I wish you be red, white, and blue from head to toe. I'm scared to do red, white, and blue. You, I, can, I would not buy nothing red, white, and blue and put it on my back. I don't know whether or not to be a target for an American or a target for a foreigner. You understand me? Because Americans now, you don't even know who to trust and what to look for. It's ridiculous, but it used to be good to be an American. I don't care what color you are. But now it, he right. has classified and declassified us where we don't even feel good to be American. We are American, more, way more than him. Because his mama come from somewhere because she sure wasn't born in the United States. So it was all important, just like we were, you see what I'm saying. But then you're going to get up in power, and then you're going to say who to come and who not to come because of the color of their skin. It's ridiculous. But then I blame all the people who overlook it, but they're supposed to be better than we are and supposed to set the the standard and look at them. I'm talking about my congressmen, all our representatives that we put up there who don't have a voice. These these old, old turkeys, they got to move out the way. We need some young blood who really think realistic. And when we got to be careful with the young ones that we, because some of them just as uh, uh, wild as as the older ones, because look who's doing all the shooting. You know, we thought that generation would wipe all this sickness out and all this racism out, but it did not. It seemed like it skipped the category. So we in trouble when you really look at it anyway. I don't care how you look at it. It's ridiculous. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it, is certainly, it is certainly sad that we find ourselves in this in 2018 where we're dealing with a bunch of people who have such little respect for our government and who are determined uh, to just bring the the most ugliness out in our society and just flooding in our face. And so it's, it's going to be so interesting. I cannot wait to the midterm elections to really see if we're going to uh, make a turn in the right direction. Uh, Reverend, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting if the true moral values of our country come out and be counted. Because uh, I can tell you this, a lot of those ministers are quiet. You know, all those ministers who was in his corner, they quiet right now. Yeah. I don't hear him yeah. talking about it's okay for him to be who he is and uh, with this woman, uh, you know, out with his porn star. I don't hear him saying one thing about it. Mm-mm. Nope. Let me, let me, let me say this. Uh, you 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 you're so right. It's not only the ones that was in his corner, James. It's the one that wasn't in his corner. You don't hear them saying anything either. You don't hear no. a lot of us that are pastors. 
You don't hear a lot of voices at all. You don't hear a lot of us that are pastors saying anything. I speak about it wherever I go myself. I got it in a, in a not in a argument, but I got in a um, heated discussion with a young lady at the pharmacy where I have been going now for 10 years, and then her boss told her, no, we don't talk politics. But she was in so down with Obama. She was so, I mean, not Obama, but she was so down with Trump. Uh, and I asked her why, and she couldn't give me a logical reason. And I told her just two or three years ago, you was going to bed with my son. Okay? So now all of a sudden, you you white, but he was black. But now you're dating a white guy, and now you hate, or you, you, you're in the bed with hatred. You know, so... Our thing is, is whatever is in a person's mind at that particular moment in time. Tonight, my sermon is going to be, I don't hear nobody praying. I don't, and I don't. I don't hear nobody praying. I hear us preachers getting in the pulpit. I hear us finding catchy subjects to get people's attention. I hear us talking about all of the things that, uh, Paul did and, 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 and Samuel and all of But I don't hear us talking about Until we get ready to celebrate At the end of our sermons We begin to celebrate About Jesus But Jesus said if I be lifted up I'll draw all men unto me We should be preaching like Billy Graham did We should, And he wasn't the greatest man either But we should be teaching like he did But he, he, he taught Love of Jesus Christ in Jesus only, okay? So, but here we are now. We're in a situation where we are caught up. I mean, we're really caught up with a mess. And our preachers, they're always talking, telling us in the AME church that you, you all should be a part of the community. But I haven't heard one AME bishop say one thing about anything except at the conferences. The conferences, you got all blacks sitting up there. Say it out. What James Brown said, say it loud. You black and you're proud. Okay? Talk like I talk. I don't care who I'm talking to. I'm going to tell you what I think of this fool. But so we, we in the churches, we have lost so much. And we, we our prayers are not being heard because we are not living the kind of life God wants us to live for him. I don't hear nobody praying, James. Regina's praying. Joyce is praying. Uh, 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 Cheryl is praying. We all on this line are praying. But outside of this, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there praying, but I don't hear nobody praying. Nobody. So we as black people, we've got, what did we used to do? Y'all, every one of y'all know this. Every last one of you know what mama, when things got hard, where mama used to go? Where grandmama used to go? She said, baby, I'll be right back. She went in the room. She, she may not have had that closet. She may not have had that closet like that movie, but mama went in her room and she shut the mm-hmm. door. 
Mm glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. When mama came out of that room, when mama came out that room and we didn't have something, don't you know somebody somewhere in about an hour, maybe 15 minutes or so, somebody knocked on her, hey, listen, I got some extra Mm -hmm. greens here that I picked out. Oh, glory. Thank you. Because Mm -hmm. we prayed. We prayed. We haven't prayed and we don't pray anymore. We we, mm. we 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 say all these things and go to church and holler, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. But what are we doing? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to preach y'all, but what are we doing? What are we doing? Mm. We need to come back to reality. Forget mm. about Trump. Forget about Trump. We got a life to live for God. And if we live that, God going to take that man right on out of here. He said the first shall be last, didn't he? And he said the last shall be first. He who thinks he's greatest of all, he who thinks he's greatest of all, didn't he say, will be least Mm -hmm. of them all. Huh? Amen. Oh, yeah. That's all we got to do. We've got to, hey, let us talk about some positive things. Let that man, let that fool, I'm going to say it. I don't care if y'all listening in NSA, but we, we let that fool go. Let him go. <laughs> because one day, one day, we're going to come on this radio show. Did y'all hear what happened? Did y'all hear what happened? That's true. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what Did y'all hear what happened? You know they 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 impeached him and they put him in jail because he did this and he did that. He thinks that he really thinks that he is above the law. He really believes that in his heart. He might be above. And the other day, Reverend, we were talking. You know, we've been talking about the fact that the Bible tells us what happens to people who are like Donald Trump. People who just envision themselves so great that they don't have to be mm-hmm. accountable. So, Cheryl, what, mm-hmm. what you see is a man who is constantly telling you, I'm the least racist man in the world. I'm the greatest. I know more than the generals know. I am able to shoot a man in the middle of downtown New York and not lose any of my people. Amen. You know, I mean, this Amen. man praises himself every time you hear him. All he does is praise himself, Joyce. And we know that Amen. pride, what does the Lord, the Bible say? You know, I don't to, I'm not a historian on the Bible, but it says the pride comes before the fall. Now, it can't be nobody yes, more not. prideful than, than Donald Trump. Man. That's and right. right. Yeah. Every, every day we hear him um, with his chest stuck out, you know, um, <laughs> talking about himself and not the issues. You know, he had press conferences where he, you know, lifted himself up and avoided uh-huh. the issues altogether. I mean, that's something that we hear all the time, you know, and people get sick and tired of somebody always bragging on themselves. And here's the thing. He talks a lot of talk, but guess what? He's not doing the things that he's talking about. He's not doing no, those not. things. I mean, he's not as great as he say he is. He's not making, you know, um, headway in a lot of things. 
he's just really not doing, you know, the things that he's talking about. So Amen. with that, I mean, you know, I'm going to totally agree with everything that Pastor Smith said because, you know, that's what he wanted to do. He wants us to totally focus on him. On him. And, you know, like I said, he's just, he's a bunch of chaos, foolishness, and, I mean, a whole bunch of other things. But we we can't. We can't keep our eyes Attached to him Because we're going to miss what we got to do We're going to be Back at the things that we should Be doing You know and and here's the thing What should we be doing That's what you know Pastor Smith Just finished saying let's talk about What we could be doing what we Should be doing how we going to get those That are not doing it To start doing as well because Donald yeah, Trump, that, like I said, that's all he wants us to do is to pay attention to him. And if we can uh-huh. continue focusing on him, we're going to miss our opportunity once again. And we Amen. can't do that. Amen. And Regina, we have... James, let me say this before okay, I go. Okay, go ahead. Before I go, and then I'm sorry. I, I, I just want to say that the next time you see Donald Trump giving a speech on television, watch him really close. Watch, watch his mannerism. Watch how he puts his nose up in the air. Watch how he looks at people and smiles like to say, you're looking at God. I am the greatest thing since sliced bread. Look at, watch him. Just I I studied because I had to study people for my job, but watch him, watch him really close and see this man has an arrogance about him that God is very upset about, and he's going to take him down. He's going to take him down. I love y'all with the love of Christ, and I will talk, I'll be on here tomorrow afternoon. God bless you. Praise the Lord. All right. We're going to take a short break and we'll come back and continue our conversation. I'm afraid my my board seems to be going crazy. Everything is spinning, but nothing is playing. Uh, Joyce, can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. Yes, I can. Well, let's just continue our conversation because my music seems not to be playing. Um, Joyce, you know, we talk about the fact that we have to deal with local government and get our local government in order. And then have it have an effect on our federal government. Because right now we have um, the federal government waging war on California because of 
the laws that they have enacted to protect immigrants. So we have to uh, to send a message to our federal government that we're not going to tolerate them imposing their will on the state when the state is trying to take care of the people who are doing right by the local government. That's true. I saw that on television, too, and, and the reason why they got to fight so hard, too, and and that's uh, Trump one way of trying to punish the state of California because they have a lot of immigrants because uh, uh, California is totally a democratic state. So for that reason alone, they're trying to round them up, but that governor that's there, she's sharp as a tax. She said, is she going to keep warning them? She, she forewarned them and letting them know what they was going to do ahead of time. And she said, and the more that they do it, the more she's going to do it because her job is to protect the people of her, of her state, you know, give them the type of freedom and protection that they, they deserve by law. And uh, as long as she's not breaking the law, they can't do anything to them. But, see, that's, that's having authority and, and, and flipping it and having the control where you, you, you don't do it right. You know, you got a lot of people, law enforcement, uh, have the authority, but they misuse and abuse their, their title, you see. And that's on all levels, all levels. What I hate about uh, getting back to Trump, and I know we're supposed to change, what I don't like what he does is that he always discredits other presidents, like he's the best, he the goddess. I never, ever would another country, a person in authority, discredit and demean the person who came before them. That tells you something about this guy. He is pathetic. He is just ridiculous, you see. But people not sick of him yet. And then his, his, his group, his percentage is going up to 83%. I don't know how that happened with the, with the Republican, but that lets you know about who we got as Republicans and who they are and what they're all about. You know, that's a sad, sad, sad thing for that to be. And I, I just don't know. The devil is busy, and we're just going to have to outpray him. That's what we got to do. Well, Joyce, I, I was watching today, and his um, – Approvability has fallen to 39%, but you're right, amongst Republicans, uh, they are still, uh, you know, 100% behind him, but they are remaining quiet. Just like we talk about the, uh, you know, D talks a lot about those evangelicals. Uh, you don't hear a lot about the ministers praising him about his behavior right now. They're real quiet. Uh, so, Regina, a lot of times, when people know that you're not you're not living up to uh, respectability, uh, they get quiet because they don't know how to approach the situation. You know, they were all loud about how good he was, and now when you you hear about this porn star, they have really remained quiet, and none of them have raised their head uh, in regard to what they think about uh, the fact that he gave her that hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Are you there, Regina? Cheryl, what, you know, could you, I mean, I just think sometimes, and we know we go back to, I don't believe even even President Bush couldn't have got away with giving some porn star $130,000. 
No, indeed. Now, you know good and well that, I mean, this is only um, Donald Trump's doing. Nobody no could have gotten away with this. And, I mean, is there's no stirring new um, talk about it going on. Nothing. I mean, when I say that is, is that the shoo-shooing of people you might hear, but I'm saying who's stepping up? That's that's the biggest thing. Who's stepping up? Ain't nobody stepping up. Nobody gonna step up. So I mean, that's why he continued doing. And then guess what? If you step up, you're fired. So that's the way. That's the way his um. That's the way he rolled. So it's like you don't want to cross him. You don't know what to say. So everything that has to be said has to be said in secrecy and nowhere where it can be heard by somebody else other than the person that you're actually talking to. And most of the time that's probably at home. That's it. So, no, uh-uh, nobody else can get away with none of this um, chaos and stuff that's going on. Not at all. I mean, he's just one of a kind. One of a kind. Yeah, it, it is uh, truly embarrassing uh, to find ourselves in this situation where a man of his, you know, his 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 despicability uh, has the reins of our country, and um, and and nobody on either side seems to be strong enough or powerful enough to do anything about it. So, Regina, we find ourselves stuck. Are you there, Regina? I'm seeing them lost control of my board. I hear you, Jane. Well, let me just ask you, George. What What do you think the steps do we need to recover from what 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 white America has put us in? How do we get out of this this uh, quagmire of things? Well, uh, we just have to keep on pushing forward. Don't lose track of the identity as to who we are. And we got to be able to have that vision and keep moving forward and, and, and looking up. You know, you know, when they say when things get so heavy you look up, you gotta keep doing that. But then too we got to never forget who you are, what you all about and your mission. You gotta have that mission and you have to keep pushing forward towards that mission. Do let let nothing deter you. You know, right when 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 we when we're not thinking about it, just like Cheryl said, it's gonna flash across the news that he's out. Either he he's he's gonna do something to himself, uh, uh, something uh, Congress uh, uh, the 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 court's gonna do something to him. 
But now tax time coming up, too. I'm interested to find out whether or not him as the president, whether or not he's going to show what he made for the year. So it's going to be very, very interesting. He's under so much pressure, he has no idea what's what. But you think he was a loose cannon? You ain't heard nothing yet. Wait till he really gets the pressure. He's gonna be on the. He's gonna be off the chain. Watch. He's gonna and he's gonna be a laughing stock because everybody gonna laugh at him, and and all the people that he think in his corner, you know, they can't wait to see him fall. They just playing him too. I think that's what's gonna happen. It's just a way to see ball game. But we have to keep pushing. We got to still know where we going. In life, we got to start talking and explaining things to our young people, breaking it down to them, let them know what is going on. I get up every morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, know what's happened overnight, the news. And this way you can converse with people from all walks of life. That was always been my motto, you know, know what's going on around you, in the world, in your community. You don't have nobody say secondhand information. Get it firsthand. Thank you. All right. We're going to allow George to have the last word. I, my computer is going out. My mouse is not working. I don't know what is going on. I'm still but here. it is such uh, a Shane. pleasure. It is such a pleasure to be in touch with you guys. <laughs> uh, let me just let me just give everybody their last word because my screen is going out. Cheryl, what what is your last thought this evening? Um, you know, we got to not keep our focus on him. We got to be doing what we should be doing to be able to accomplish the goals that we have set forth to accomplish. And with that being said, you know, I'm going to agree with Pastor Smith. Let go and let go. All right. Uh, Regina, are you there? Regina, are you there? Well, I'm going to thank you all for your continued support. Uh, I'll make sure I have all my my necessities in order uh, in terms of my mouse. Uh, I guess the battery went out or I don't know what went out and my screen went out, but we'll have everything back in order tomorrow. So take care, everybody, and we'll see you on tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Take care, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.